0: It's the podcast that makes love five times a day, but very briefly, it's Power Word Roll.
1: Here's a brief recap to get you up to date. Our three heroes started their journey working with a smuggling band through the Orate Desert on the Tashmasi Peninsula. They were smuggling a mysterious lead lockbox, which was kept close to hand by the leader of the band, a veteran smuggler by the name of Doug Harris. After months of traveling, eventually the party, and what remained of the band after some vicious Noll attacks, arrived at their destination the great well city of Murd-Kabir, built deep into the ground beneath the desert with floating buildings atop the water far below. They made their way to a safe house, where a fellow member of the band, Sherry, got curious as to the contents of the lockbox, and so, whilst being spied on by the party, discovered the contents to be a powerful, arcane artefact. The party had mixed opinions about the discovery of what was inside the box, But in the end, they agreed that it wasn't safe in criminal hands, and so made their way to find transport out of the city. In this search, they came across Dr. Diggory Gainsborough, an archaeologist, and his assistant, Jack, who were looking for mercenaries to protect them, as they had intended to leave the desert. Joining the doctor, the party set out with the lockbox in hand, before Kia's strange spellbook flew away one night, uncovering a tomb which the party explored with Gainsborough. Inside, they found an sphinx who informed them that they had arrived too early. And Ayun had a near-death experience, resulting in some secrets of the spellbook being revealed, most notably its connection to a great old one. We now rejoin the party, outside that tomb, as they rest before the journey ahead. And uh, you were given, uh, you know, the, the afternoon to uh, recuperate and, and look after yourselves. Really the day. It, to, to deal with our choices. Yeah. Um, and so, also to give Dr. Gainsborough some time to come to decisions as to what he wants to do himself.
0: Whether he's going to kill us or not. <laughs> <laughs> not all of us, just me. <laughs> and so, as you see his
1: figure sort of go into the tent off in the distance, um, you see the carts in your own two tents there. Um, you know, wrapped by desert winds which are sort of blowing through uh, you're left alone
0: walking back Well, that was a, a pleasant distraction from the fact that we still have a mind-altering super weapon sitting in the back of that cart that we stole from possibly a drug lord Oh, don't remind me Well, we have to do something with it we can't completely ignore it
1: But, you know, eventually you all drift off. And Greg, you sleep. And for a while there's just blackness. And then it seems to fade slightly. And you feel a cold sensation in your fur, as if you're lying down front first when you fell asleep on your back. Greg's going to roll over onto his back then. You roll over onto your back and you feel the snow shift as uh, <laughs> <laughs> you look down and your, your front is, is entirely covered, you know, your fur sort of thick with it. And your, your, your body seems translucent and blue as if the spirit of the bear is all that's there. Craig's gonna
2: pick himself up and look around. Is, is it some kind of forest? Is it just an open, snowy plain? As you
1: lift yourself up, things are hazy. Your vision blurred. There's pine trees all around that shoot off into the sky. And then you see a man sitting at a table. A fine table with a cloth over it, silverware out. Does Greg have any of his stuff on him? No. Hello? Ah, how pleasant of you to join me. I don't think i meant to be here. Well, um... well, we don't mean for much these days. How about you come and take a seat, eh? Greg chugs and walks over. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, can I ask your name?
2: Can I get yours first?
1: Oh well, that's none of your concern.
2: Then why would my name be your concern?
1: And he clicks his fingers with a sigh. And I want you to make a Wisdom save for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um. Four. You're convinced that he doesn't need to. You don't need to know his name, and you can just you know tell him yours. So there are chairs around. There's yeah, a, a chair opposite Opposite him At this circular table Which is decorated With fine silverware
2: So Greg's gonna Pull the chair out You know Sit down Rest his Rest his hands On the table In front of him And My name's Greg
1: It's a pleasure To meet you Greg Well I suppose You're wondering Why you're here Well yes I am a bit You're in a dream lad. None of this Is real Well not entirely real
2: at least. Greg just kind of holds his hand up and looks at the translucent form and seems to accept that.
1: What do you like to eat? Mahi. Cooked in vine leaves. Very well. And he clicks his fingers once again and out from the woods two satyrs in tuxedos of like trot over with silver platters. This is a straight rip-off of the Chronicles of Narnia.
0: (laughs) I might as
2: well have said said Turkish Delight.
1: (laughs) But, um, and and you see that they bring over these silver platters and place them down and, and you see a mahi with vine, you know, in vine leaf and perfectly cooked, piping hot. And one on his plate as well, though it seems almost frozen.
2: So why have you come to my dream?
1: Well, you see, um, I've got to say. Well, first of all, let, let's, let's not get to business straight away. Hmm. Tell me, what are you up to these days, Craig? What, have you, what, are you, what are you doing? Where are you?
2: Bits and bobs. Not at home anymore. Need a change of scenery.
1: How about yourself? Oh, well, I'm awfully busy these days. Oh, I'm God. sorry to hear it. Well, oh, you know, you realize as you're having this conversation, you're really struggling to pinpoint his face, what he looks like. In the dreamlike state, all he can make out is a pale appearance and a high collar. Well, who are you chatting with? Um, some
2: friends, actually. Um, oh, yeah? Some good people. Uh, Kia, Ayun, there's this uh, doctor, Dr. Gainsborough, and this small boy, I can't remember his name, Jack, maybe?
1: Any of them else?
2: I think I'm going to go, actually, pull out the chair and stand up.
1: you realise, as you say that, he holds his hand and clutches his glass slightly and you cannot move. Not an inch. Second thoughts, maybe I'll stay. Really? How kind of you. I must know. Where exactly are you in the real world? Out of character? I genuinely don't know the yeah, fucking
0: what's name. What's the region called? So, <laughs> I've, so, I've, I've, so I've out of character, that. I'm like... You were near yeah, oh, you know that. That's it. The Tashmasi
2: yeah. Peninsula. We've just left Kabir, Tashmansi Peninsula.
1: Right. Let's get down to business, eh?
2: Please. Been waiting. What is it you want?
1: Something was stolen from me. I want to get it back. Tracking items across planar boundaries awfully difficult, but I can track who touches certain items. I've it touched this item. Yes, there was a sword. It's a rapier, actually. It's uh, got uh, magical properties. Greg tilts his head to look at the snow, then looks back up
2: at the mysterious figure. Yes, uh, I, Ayune I uses a, a toothpick like that.
1: That's mine. Did you steal it from you? You could say that.
2: Is that a yes or a no?
1: Well, these things tend to be a bit, uh, complicated, eh? Now, Greg, you seem like a trustworthy sort.
2: Well, if he did steal it from you, it should be returned.
1: I, uh, would like to meet this thief. I would like to, uh, ensure that justice is served.
2: What were you thinking?
1: I was thinking just to have a fair trial. Hmm. Of course, for thievery, the punishment can be too great.
2: He's really nice. He's very nice. Um...
1: So, That's as bad. long as the punishment isn't too bad, because yes, you shouldn't have stolen it, but it should be returned. I could try. I'm afraid you won't remember the details of this dream. But I'll be in contact with you again in a more permanent way. When well, we have to go through this conversation again, then. You'll remember when you hear. And I'll see you again soon, friend. The smell of the pine and the coldness seems to fade as your vision becomes more and more blurred. And so, in the waking world, Gainsborough calls for a meeting. Please uh, take a seat. We have some some issues to discuss, of course. Uh, I have a limited library with me, but um, I think I have a strategy as to what we should do and what uh, would be sensible. But first, I'd like to hear your accounts of what you think the next step is. What issues? Well, uh, Greg... Please come sit down. You may be aware of Kia's book. Yes. Well, I'm pretty sure it's uh, got negative connotations. It's a bad, well, not necessarily a bad thing, just um, potentially world ending.
2: Okay.
1: I mean, there are a lot of things in this. Look, studying magic items, I'm aware that there are an awful lot of things that could end the world that are scattered about at random and we could all be gone at any minute.
0: It's a cheery morning thought,
1: isn't it? Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's the evening now, of course. Oh,
0: bloody hell. Yes. <laughs> Daylight savings.
1: <laughs> I must make a request. Of course, you're currently under my employ um, from my stipend as mercenaries. And if that's. Uh, you know, when you joined me, you joined with the condition of that lead box uh, being kept closed and no questions asked. Uh, in my cart. Now, considering that you have such a horrifically dangerous object uh, out in the open, in possession of, uh, and I'm sorry, Kia, but somebody who um, hasn't even graduated as a wizard.
0: (gasps) Damn! (laughs) Kia's just had her head kind of, she's just been staring at the floor through the whole conversation. Dr. Gainsborough, can we do this with... She's, she's had a pretty rough day as well. I, I, so I put I, his I,
2: hand on Iron's shoulder and... No, she should be here for this. I, I, I must so We're talking like you're not even here, Kia. What would you prefer? <sighs>
0: Honestly, I don't know.
1: I'm afraid that as you're under my employ as well, as an adult, um, I would rather you be here for this conversation. I have come up with a strategy.
0: I just don't want him to be mean to you. <laughs> You've tried so hard.
2: It's character building. <laughs>
1: Dr. Gainsborough seems to be sort of in a very sort of stern sort of father academic stance you know sort of sort of patriarch mode
0: That's hot he- No um, <laughs> I would like to sit like scooch over to Kia and just like put a protective arm around her because Oh yeah Kia very much feels like she's back at school being told off by a teacher
2: Yeah Well he is a teacher Exactly <laughs> And she is still in school technically
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there's chances of withdrawal if you blow up the library <laughs> Yeah Not the whole library,
1: (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) So, uh, for you all to still be under my employ, there's two ways this can go. Now, I'm not going to immediately lay you off and uh, leave you stranded in the middle of the desert. I'm not a madman. But either I must insist that I can see and study what is inside that box that you've been hiding, and the book, or we must part ways at Zuzhash. Why do you need to know what's in the box as well? Because if that's out in the open, that book, then I'm very scared as to what you're hiding in a lead box.
0: Dr. Gainsborough. Yes. First of all, I'd like to apologize for yesterday. It was not less than ideal in many circumstances. Um, And I can understand that you feel that you're being put at risk. And I would like to apologize for that because that was never our intention, And obviously.
1: I'm here with a child. Yeah. He's, I know he's, he's nearly an adult, but he is a child nonetheless. And I'm an academic, I have obligations, I have family. And so I believe that knowledge is the greatest protection we can have in this world. So if I could have total knowledge of this situation, I would rest easy. Otherwise, I'm afraid I must look for other hires.
0: We understand. For now, can you look at us and see that we mean you no ill will no harm no issue
1: well you seem like decent people in a tricky situation one that's uh, above your understanding and
0: and above our pay grade
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I I I would like to help you um, understand and and be able to at least have an idea of what you're dealing with
2: also know that whatever happens we didn't want to the box with us but we had to
1: it's not an heirloom, is it, Ayun? No. No. I would have appreciated that you had been frank with me from the start.
0: What we have in that box, it's the kind of thing that kingdoms go to war for.
1: I'd assumed as much after the book, I, I must say. But before we tell you any more, uh, we
2: would like to give you, the th- all three of us, would like to give you the opportunity to not hear it and to just drop us off for the next city because it's a big responsibility.
0: And we are aware that there could easily be people after this, and it may put you in danger if you know about it.
1: Well, I feel I'm already in pretty deep. I feel that my academic curiosity for items of the arcane will get the better of me till the end of my days if I declined. (laughs)
0: Fucking nerds and their lack like of risk se- like, r- risk balancing. Uh, people will definitely want to kill you. Possibly, like, whole civilizations. Yeah, but i got a fucking in the box?
2: <laughs> and... You know what they say? Satisfaction brought it back.
1: And finally, if this is as dangerous as you believe, perhaps we can either find a way to nullify it or get it into responsible hands.
0: <sighs> That's kind of been our mission, yes. to be honest.
1: Well then, can I say, as somebody who specializes in the procurement and preservation of magic items, I would like to help. There's a look behind his eyes of somebody that, that knows that there's going to be a snowball effect. Somebody who knows that to accept this is a bad idea, but also knows they would never be able to say no.
2: Greg's gonna look around to his compatriots, um, just to kind of confirm, make eye contact. Little nods. Yeah. Yep. Alright, should we
0: open her up?
2: Greg's taking out the box, you know, like undoing the little lock, uh turns it around, because it's obviously unlocked because you never uh, locked it up again. you yeah. yeah. <laughs> have to hold it closed. Um Greg says, What do you know about the moon?
1: Um Oh well, uh and then I'm opens not... it up. <laughs> It's up, uh, <laughs> and you can see Doctor Gainsborough sort of blink several times in disbelief and uh, looks confused, less scared than the, than he did with uh, the book. You all you see that he he seems relieved that it's not something from the far realm again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I get that. Um, yeah. so, so weird. I'm seeing you know he- you're hearing the 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 uh, the. You know, melodic uh, uh, noise that the stone produces, and and uh, you know, sort of looking at it and seeing that it's divine in origin. You, you, he actually just puts a hand to his chest for a second. Well, this is awfully powerful,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: at least it's not going to actively try to kill us. Yeah. I mean, that that was my main concern. And you see it's sort of a, a warm grin on his face. He seems close to laughing. This is horribly, disgustingly powerful. This Greg. is this is something that I didn't even know was possible Greg's to exist. Greg's going to
2: close the box. <laughs>
1: and, and, he's, and, hold it, and hold it close yeah. to his chest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, Greg, you need not worry, because that thing at least isn't going to try and kill me in the night. So... We can rest. <laughs> <at the time.
0: laughs> no, Greg, Greg shoots
1: a confused uh, look at Kia.
0: Yeah, we're all like, yeah. hmm. Kia's just standing there behind everyone, like, hats <laughs> full down line." Yeah, exactly. Kind of making herself inconspicuous. So, in her giant hat. In the massive hat.
1: Greg, could you open it again and let me have a proper look over
2: it? Yeah, of course. He just hands over the box. Right.
1: Well, first of all, you seem aware of Salem's tears. Yes. No. No. Sorry. Well... <laughs> You know, you may know that in Elvish, the name for the moon uh, is Celeun's gift. Now, it's uh, been debated since, well, recorded history as to who Celeun is, where they came from, who they are, who they will be. Any number of theories, and it's it's uh, a hot matter within a, an astrology, Ast- astrology, Ast- within <laughs> astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably within astrology as well, but you know, also
0: astronomy. <laughs> Astrology's like, mmm, Satan's gift is I'm gonna uh, be a bitch.
1: <laughs> within. Uh, oh ast- my god. I
0: want to see those horoscopes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> within uh, ast- astronomy.
0: <laughs> Henry's looking so disappointed I, at oh, me. Oh like- god.
1: I'm just a fire
2: plane. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> there
1: are small shards of the moon, which are very rare, that are called Saloon's Tears. They're powerful arcane foci. They're particularly useful for enchantment magic. They work as essentially an amplifier. The moon itself, I should explain, is obviously, you know, a gemstone. It doesn't look so from this distance. So all of these little shards that break off, we assume, are just we don't really know why they uh, fall down and why they're so rare but i've never seen one this big i've at least learnt the name now this has been previously called by those who had it saloon's eye this would amplify enchantment magic to an extent where you could control powerful people beings creatures or crowds of people at once
0: that's kind of what we knew i think
2: Oh. When they opened the box and we saw it, uh, we knew we couldn't let the Zetesh have it. Or Doug. Or Doug. Or Doug. I, I uh, who, Who's Doug? The smuggler we were travelling with, he was an arsehole. Yeah, yeah. Why were you travelling with a smuggler?
0: For a variety of reasons, we all kind of just ended up, we needed a group to travel with.
1: This is why I stayed in school.
0: <laughs> well, one of us tried that and it didn't go very well, did it?
1: True. <laughs> that aside...
0: <laughs> Book learning ain't done nothing for this part.
1: That aside, I've got to say that um, seeing that this is something not conscious, if nobody knows you have it, we're probably okay. But I get the implication that you're on the run. Is it from the Setesh?
2: From maybe more specifically Doug. We they left Sheza as well. It. She'd know it's us. Sheza,
0: yeah. who's... Another, Another
2: member, of dwarf.
0: But she's not an asshole. She's lovely. Uh, right. Um, Although
2: I'm very untrustworthy.
0: We, we had a few issues with our travelling companions. Uh, well, when with smugglers, yeah. that
1: seems that seems. Part for the course. Well, you know. Sorry, that implies that there's golf in this world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, was just, I was just about to say, well, it's smugglers or Ryanair, so you know. <laughs> well, there's
2: no golf, but there is
0: Yeah, right. yeah. It's about
1: yeah. as good Ryanair. Ryanair. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how powerful is this Doug? I know the setesh. are pretty powerful.
0: Oh. Oh. Doug? Nah, you don't need to worry about him. He's just a
2: guy. Just wasn't very nice.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Right, Well try and keep this under the radar then. Um, if they, they, they don't know that you're travelling with me and Jack specifically, do they?
0: No. No, we, we literally only talked to the bartender, who sent us to you. And then you. And then you, and that's right.
1: it. I was wondering why you were so keen without negotiation.
0: <laughs> we're, we're not very bright.
1: <laughs> right, well that <laughs> seems to be doing yourselves a disservice, but... Uh, In all fairness,
0: I've never had to budget before. <laughs> I've, ne- I've never had to buy anything in my whole life and honestly it's awful
1: you know it shows but uh, we all have our faults oh, thank, you.
0: thank you
1: I'm glad that you thought to trust me with this and know that I'm not going to hand you into the authorities for this And uh, for the book we'll, we'll see how it goes in terms of like needing to contact the authorities
0: we may have to kill Kia, but on that Don't worry about it. No problem.
1: (laughs) Just think we need to keep an eye on uh, what will happen as this progresses, because it seems to have a hold on you particularly. I don't think we could even try to take the book from you.
0: Oh, no, no. We we did try that. We tried that already. And Greg ate dirt for about 15 minutes. And he says it's still on its way out now. Yeah, experiencing the after effects.
1: That's probably dirt from another place that's Craig's still coming out. Like a thousand-yard stare.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Speaks volumes. <laughs> Staring into the
1: fire.
0: <laughs>
1: Very well. We can continue as normal. We are headed out in the morning. Uh, it will be a few days' travel to Zhuzhash. We can try and go to the Glas and there. Uh, they'll probably know something. And it'll be nice to have a bit of a break. Go and explore a city. Eh?
0: Oh, uh, while we're on tents and book things, the book seems to have taken a disliking to me personally because it keeps right. writing the letter A and crossing it out. What are you talking, And burning Paris? it into the carpet. That and- was one time.
2: When did
1: this happen? He's doing a history check.
0: Oh, yeah, um, I think you were asleep.
1: Oh, when but I happened. thought it's...
0: I think it's actually a Omeg, uh, Oreg, I don't know what you call it, the, the God of Knowledge?
1: Oh, um, again, the God of Knowledge. That's a mark from the Age of Steel. That would be in keeping with, with
0: uh, the- What we already uh, know. Well, with the warlock stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, warlock. <laughs> Kia is feeling very offended just by the leaves of that at that point.
1: Striking out the symbols of gods was, you know, in the Age of Steel, a mark of prominence that might that in the association with books might lead us to believe um, that this particular being has a has a persuasion for knowledge itself I'd be impressed if I weren't so terrified by it
0: I honestly no it just makes me throw up I'm, I'm kind of done
1: I get we'll pack up now yeah? yeah yes I'll
2: start getting the horses ready I, you you head back and, and... Do some see if there are any books about um, what's going on, either the moon or gear stuff. Gear, come to the front with me.
0: I hate homework. <laughs> 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 and cute. and uh, Greg gives that little chuckle and s- back into the thing.
1: You can hear the carriage sort of moving out, and then the, the horses' feet start to sort of uh, move, and then then the carriage is pulled and it yeah. starts to shift.
0: I was waiting for you to do coconuts, actually.
1: Again, we can add them in post. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but this is more fun. <laughs> I, There's a lot of horses yeah, now. Is, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking
1: stampede, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Ayun.
0: I think that Ayun sort of starts doing that for like the first hour and then his attention starts to wane.
1: Yeah.
0: Like he's just like, ugh.
1: What does he spend uh, his time doing instead?
0: I think he spends his time drawing instead, actually.
1: Yeah, okay. And so Iun is drawing in the back, and then you two are up front. So, after probably a little bit of awkward silence, Greg kind of eventually
2: pipes up and says, So, you're a warlock? Uh, apparently. I thought you went to the wizard school.
0: It didn't go very well. Hmm. Everyone knows warlocks are homeschooled.
2: <laughs> oh my god that that's the difference so
1: yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter law. J.K. Rowling puts that on Twitter <laughs> uh.
2: I've only known of a few warlocks Minotaur's don't really become them you see there's been a handful some from snake some from tiger but um no never never any of ours no yeah.
0: This My is a bad. real, My like, bad. dad, daughter in the car. Oh, that is the <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That is <laughs> yeah. what I'm going for. Spot on. Yeah. <laughs> are getting, you're so, like you are, so you are, like, so, like, <laughs> no, I, so <laughs> yeah.
2: Stanley, he's, you know, he's someone.
0: He's a, he's, he's a boy that I don't, <laughs> that I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Greg,
1: Greg, all could be pauses. Yeah.
2: It's always forbidden magic and stuff like that for us. We've talked a lot about nature and how to harness its power and no, it's... Morlock's nothing to do with that. And, uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, this isn't... Uh, I don't want to be rude, but this isn't exactly making you feel any better. I didn't mean for this to happen. Sorry. You're just kind of telling me that it's...
2: I am just worried. I'm... <sighs> the ones I have heard of burn bright like a... Like a bonfire. And then... Peter out. Quickly. Look, I'm... I'm not... Greg puts his hand on Kia's shoulder. I'm not trying to make you feel worse. I I think we all are genuinely trying to help. I'm not going to stop you from reading either, if you want to.
0: Thank you. Oh, um, can you please stop killing my snake?
2: <laughs> yes, yes. When your snake stops leading you away.
0: Okay, that one, was, that one was justified. But can you generally stop killing my snake?
2: Okay, deal. And then Greg puts out a hand to yeah,
0: check. Yeah, <laughs> Kia shakes.
2: Greg just points at the snake and just says you better behave
1: yourself. <laughs> what does this snake do? You have total control of it.
0: I, snake nods. Snake <laughs> nods. Snake nods. <laughs> and then Greg, climbs up Kia's arm.
1: Greg looks
2: very confused. And <laughs> just, just kind of looks <laughs> away and, and continues driving the am. Uh, I, um,
0: I start by um, by drawing um, like Kia with the book and then Greg and then I draw Dr. Gainsborough and Jack and then I start I like I try and draw the library, and then I can't. And then I um and then I end up drawing um, Seok.
1: Most of the major details down.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that the the face shape is not quite right, but I think that the eyes are definitely Seok's eyes.
1: They're, like, they're noticeable. Yeah. They're hard to forget. The eyes are piercing and strong. They are eyes that one could never forget. Yeah. But as you're drawing, you gain the sense of something behind you. You look around and it's gone. And then you think it's in the corner in the darkness, and so you turn there. It's not there.
0: I think I I start pulling stuff out now. Like, I'm pulling books out and checking behind them, and, like, lifting things up and, like, moving stuff.
1: You can't find anything you want to go back to the notebook?
0: Okay, I, I, I flip open the
1: notebook. <laughs> you flip open the notebook and you... Sorry. <laughs> you flip open the notebook and you start to draw. As you're drawing, you realise that you're not drawing yourself. Your hand is just moving. Yeah. It, it's drawing things in a, a way that you have no control over, Mm -hmm. eventually a page is finished and you rip it and then you get out a match and you start to burn the corners and then it burns away into nothing and you can't even remember what you drew.
0: Mm. I think that I take my matches and I open like the door and I just hiff them into the desert I'm like, I can't have those anymore.
1: They're gone. They fall onto the road, this tall bridge overlooking the desert. And you turn back around and on the floor, you see this.
0: He's given me a clue. Oh, this is exciting. It's got a picture of a book with some sort of Coptic symbols. There is a square and a triangle, and on each vertices that overlaid, there's a different symbol. There's a backwards seven. There's something that looks kind of like a lot of lines. There's a thing that says, "Where do the chains end?" With the chain.
2: There's small eye to big eye.
0: Small eye to big eye. S- Once does edgel wonk keep. <laughs> that sounds like you um, might be misreading kn- it. Knowledge to seek in backwards. <laughs> edgel wonk. Eddler wonk. (laughs) Look. Sorry. I apologise, I don't read right to left. God. It's a D20
2: with a uh,
0: hexagon around it. Yeah, no numbers on it. It's an easter egg. Conrad's done an excellent job of covering it in tea and burning it, which we must commend him for. Oh, it's fantastic, yeah.
1: This is what
2: he's paying nine grand for at uni.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you remember drawing these things but it wasn't you in control it wasn't your mind and uh, why did you start you burnt it already entirely you burnt the whole page
0: I find what looks like the least interesting book so probably one on cartography yeah or something Uh, something geography like
1: oh there's there's uh, a book which is the the cartography of coastal regions by Emmett Schmidt
0: alternatively anything about agricultural tradition
1: (laughs) Uh there, there's, there's there's a song of dates and coffee.
0: Uh Annie's laughing because uh we asked about we asked about um agricultural traditions last time after the want, wall paintings because we wanted yeah. to know about the crops and then Vera's like I've done all the research and we were like mm, we've made a grave error yeah.
1: look if you, you start yeah. asking me questions about something I'm going to expand it in the world I'm going to, I'm going to... yeah
0: what you failed to acknowledge is that we ask questions once <laughs> and once only and we, I... never,
1: we never think about them again we
0: never bother to revisit them you just put up. so much effort in <sighs> We've met a giant Sphinx and we were just like, yeah, yeah. we well, so tired. We're not supposed to be here yet? Cool, that's fine. You Alice. Did. We
2: kind of forgot. We like, I, was, I was like, you can't take a long rest in the middle of a fucking dungeon, so I guess we'll have to keep going.
0: <laughs> I just guess we'll have to die. You forgot what a short rest was. Yes. <laughs> I so, did.
1: And so you, you, you put the, the partially burnt page into the uh, cartography of coastal regions. And,
0: uh, and I think that Iun probably kills up and has a little cry.
1: does it? Where does he put the book?
0: Back on the shelf, like top back, corner all back. the way out of the way. He's honestly trying not to think about it.
1: Duly noted.
0: The bookcase will remember this.
1: <laughs> and so, as you travel, eventually you start to reach the point at which you knew you were going to settle down, the moon in the sky you know, sort of indicating that it's time for uh, you to rest on the roadside. And so you manage to pull to the side, settle down, have time to rest yourself. I mean, ayun has gone, you know, sort of cried cried himself to sleep.
0: A little
1: bit. Well, not sleep. He
0: can't even sleep. That's even worse. Cried himself
1: (laughs) into a trance.
0: I don't think that's possible. (laughs) I think
1: that... I think I managed that.
0: (laughs) I don't think Ayun knows that he can't sleep. Like, I don't think that he has any, like... Oh, the meditations just f- seem like what your. Well, magic surely you've sleep seen no. like
2: humans sleep, and they've described it. Well, and you've Well, not
0: oh. before now. Oh, like it's well, true, actually. So, like, as far as he's concerned, like, it's bedtime. You go to bed, and you just from, lie
1: down with your eyes. You lie down closed. with your eyes
0: closed, and then you wake up in the morning.
1: Uh, well, like, no, then you. Nobody sleeps in the Wild. Nobody. Nobody ever. Oh. You don't need to.
0: I just assumed that I had a really fancy bed that was entirely pillars.
2: My in a world of you, dreams? You, definitely you do have it, never used.
0: Yeah, it's not like, there for sleep. That's, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I was yeah. to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh to that, uh, That's what I was thinking. I mean,
0: yeah. Okay, so when I get back to um, hit the material plane and they're like, it's bedtime, we go to sleep now. I'm like, we do that. And then like they lie down and they just like lie there and they go unconscious for eight hours. So I think Ayun's like, Okay, and then he does it for, like, as long as he can, which is, like, six hours, and for two hours of those, he's just like...
1: So, so, does he do do his trance state whilst he's pretending to sleep?
0: Ayun thinks this is the same as sleep.
1: Yeah, like, he stretches his four hours to six. Yeah. Like, like like the equivalent of a lazy elven teenager.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, Ayun cries himself into a trance state.
1: Uh, Elves actually can't
2: cry, so...
0: (laughs) I didn't know I couldn't dream. I was like, Ew, fuck.
1: I mean, Ayun... You can daydream.
0: <laughs> Ayun doesn't
1: know enough about elves to know what's normal.
0: No. When he doesn't know enough them. about anything to know what's
1: normal. I mean, uh, he hasn't really interacted with any other full elves. No. So, um...
0: So as far as he's concerned, Ki is the most normal pe- person he knows. Yeah. Jeez, uh, that Kia is leads. a low bar.
1: <laughs> for, for those who, who are listening at home, elves normally... See visions of the lives of their ancestors, but Ayun doesn't. No, Ayun doesn't see anything.
0: I don't have any ancestors. I was born at the beginning of time. Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't see any uh, any visions of my ancestors because uh, none of them want to know me. (laughs) They're like, no, we disowned you.
1: Yuck. (laughs) You settle down for the night, and eventually dawn breaks, and you all wake up. Including uh, Jack and Dr. Gainsborough. Morning, uh, everyone. Uh, uh, hey, uh, why, why are <laughs> you so? so uh, is, it, uh, is it everything? Up? Did I? Did I, I? You
0: were talking in your sleep again. I, I do that. Yeah. I, I I didn't know. I, I, I did that.
1: Um, uh, I ruffle so, his little hair. I'm
0: sorry. Oh,
1: oh. God
2: damn. <laughs> is it, sorry, his name is Jack, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. His, Jack, come and hold me over here. And then oh, I usher sure. him off into the kitchen.
1: Oh, uh, hey, uh, good morning, everyone. And you can see that Dr. Gainsborough's oh, in his dressing gown again. He's got a cup of tea. I
0: fucking love him. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no shit. Bang, Dr. Gainsborough. <laughs> <laughs> Accent, dressing gown, cup of tea. Monocle. What more oh, could you well, find? No, on glasses. On glasses. Glasses. It's... He's got the half moon. glasses. I don't again. know, I don't go for the monocle. If you want to see, don't you want to He's, see with both eyes? Like, the fuck? yeah, it's odd, isn't it?
1: For for, for uh, um, a
2: half in one eye,
0: then don't they want to see with both eyes? Well, ideally, yeah. <laughs> He's so mad.
1: For, for, <laughs> <laughs> for a half orc, Dr. Gainsborough is surprisingly handsome. Mm. Um, uh, I
0: find most people pretty handsome, like uh, unless they're uh, uh, Doug. Well, Manfred. Manfred is the least handsome person I know. Yeah, also you probably base a lot of that on Attitude as well because Doug was a bastard. And
2: also because Conrad is playing all these characters.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we've got uh, about another six days travel, I'd say give or take a few hours, but um, uh, how about I cover the uh, uh, travel for today and then, Greg, we can alternate, I thought. You did an awfully good job last night.
2: Sounds perfect, I think.
1: Wonderful. Yes. I'll be taking this first journey, of course. Does anyone want to sit up front with me? Uh, I will. Uh, you, uh, Greg, wonderful. Well, I guess... Um, maybe I can we'll, learn a thing or two. Sure, maybe I can learn from you. I don't know an, an intricate amount about um, uh, the Norseus Archipelago and its culture.
2: I'll just finish up in the kitchen and then head up.
1: Sure, sure thing. I need to get dressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it's true, he's in his dressing gown, so he's... he's his...
0: <laughs> Son of a- I mean, he's he's going outside and he's just putting putting a shirt on and then... No, he's going outside and he shrugs off his uh, dressing gown and he gets a a can of coke and he puts it up against (laughs) his forehead. And then a bottle of water... A healing
2: potion against his forehead (laughs) and he pops the cork and drinks a little and just goes...
0: (sighs) and then he gets a bottle and He's like, oh, I'm so hot here, and he like throws it over himself <laughs> as he like shakes his head in slow motion.
2: This
1: is what this is
2: all. This, this is, is, what is what's playing. Is, you know, this is, what's is playing in, in
1: Ayun's <laughs> mind. Just, <laughs> like, and then he looks out the window, and it's just like him like struggling to, to put you know, like do his, his bow tie properly.
0: Um, I think <laughs> oh, that Ayun, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Ayun is gonna step out and help him with this bow tie.
1: Oh, uh, Ayun. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. D- let
1: me do that. All right, thank
0: um, you. And he,
1: uh... <laughs> uh thank, thank you very much. Um, I, I, I don't need the help. I'm capable. I'm just a bit... find it a bit tricky sometimes, you know, to do it properly. Even when on the road, it's good to look presentable. I think you'd agree on that.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to intr- intrude. Um, and Ayun gets back in
1: there, Yes. So. Right. Uh, Greg, come on.
2: Just, just coming, And then Greg looks to... Uh you and Kia with like a pained like uh, expression <laughs> like I don't want to talk about the Gnosis Archipelago at all
1: <laughs>
0: off I go it's your turn, <laughs> we've all done a shift fuck uh. and you can't be trusted thank you for listening to Power Word Roll if you want to leave us a review iTunes is the best place you can find all our social media at linkall.com slash powerwordroll that's l i n k k l e dot com slash power roll. Now, from Conrad, Henry, Annie, and myself, thank you, and we'll see you next time.